Alright, welcome to another show of Beyond the Game. And here with your boy Keezy. Say what's up to the people, Keezy. I'm back, I'm back. Um, <laughs> but anyways, today, uh, before we get started, I want to say something real quick. Somebody had asked me, why you always play the Atomic Dog? And I was like, well, the reason for that is because uh, it grabs your attention. No matter where you at, when that song come on, <laughs> you going to turn around and see what's up. Everybody got an Atomic Dog story. That, that song been getting attention since the, the 70s that, or whatever that's what, came out. That's what know? I'm talking about. So when, that's, when that song come on, everybody knows, all right, what's going on? And then, you know, when you're in the club or whatnot, you, you look <laughs> around, you try to find that girl or that dude that you've been looking for the whole night. And you try to hurt. But anyways, anyways, that's another story for another day. We got a special guest in the building today. This guy I'm about to introduce to the stage for y'all one time. This guy, if you about 25 to about 37 years old, if you have any in basketball in Lexington, Kentucky, you, you know who this dude is because he's been putting work in dirt bowl, high school, college. I mean, it's, it's, this guy's done some work out of here. I mean, me and this guy, we go back to knee high to a great, you know, red light, green light. We go back to, you know, hide and seek and hide and you know what else. So, huh. yeah, you ain't never played that keys. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, you played it before. <laughs> but anyways, man, yeah, this good dude I'm about to bring on here, man, he's the head coach of Bourbon County High School, man. And it's just an honor to have him on here, to watch him grow as a, as a young man to a full-grown man, going from middle school ball to high school to college. He was the first guy that I knew, that I saw, who went and played on varsity in middle school. I had never saw that before until I saw this guy, man. But anyways, with no further introduction, here we go. Bourbon County High School, Mr. Lamont Campbell. Coach Campbell, say what's up to the people, what's Coach. What's up? What's up? I appreciate you, Q. Um, Keezy, I appreciate you, too, as well. Um, great opportunity. Great great platform you guys got here, man. I'm excited. You ain't got to say what's up to Keezy. Uh, no <laughs> yeah. But before we get started, man, introduce yourself, man. Tell the people about um, so they know who they're listening to. A little bit about me, as Q gave you. Um, I've known Q all, probably since we was 10, 11 years old, yep. man. Um, a funny story I'm going to tell y'all at the end of this about Q, too. Um, I don't even know if he remembered it, because he didn't say it in his intro, but I'm going to let y'all know about him as well. It's all live. Um... You know, I'm from Lexington, played ball here, um, as Q said, started at Bryan Station as an eighth grader, a little tiny guy. Uh, I can remember a newspaper article with the, the famous George Baker. Mm -hmm. uh, him, uh, They generously listed me as a five-foot eighth grader. <laughs> uh, I can remember playing back then and Jersey falling off my shoulder, and, yeah. you know, but I'm just a little eighth grader out there. Uh, from there, I ended up transferring to Henry Clay. Uh, went on ahead and went to the state tournament um, in 03. My senior year, we went to the state tournament, back-to-back uh, -back district champs, uh, won the region that year. Um, beat the the, the big-time Lexington Catholic, Demetrius mm -hmm. Green, man, the, the legend, the Hall of Famer. Yeah, Duna. Um, Harrison Morton, that team was stacked. Yeah, with, uh, Willie Green. Will Green. Yeah. Uh, they, had, they had a squad. Yeah, yeah Brian Smith, Tubby yeah. Son. Tubby yeah, Tubby Son was on there. They were the defending champs the year before they yeah. just won it, so... Um, it was a great time for us. Uh, shout out to my teammates, Brandon Bowman, Aubrey White, Joe Harden, John Patterson, Brian Turnage, the utility knife guy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we had a we had a good run, man. We uh, from there went on to play junior college ball, two national tournaments there, uh, ranked number ten in the nation my freshman year, number fourteen my sophomore, uh, and then going on junior senior year to Lambeth University in Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, and being ranked uh, number four in the nation NAI. So it's been a lot of years of basketball as a player. Um, a couple couple stints of trying to do some pro ball. And that's a hard game out there for yeah. you guys listening, you kids listening. Um, if it's something you want to do, make sure you're, you're, you're all in. 
Um, it was something I wanted to do. I did turn my groom my senior year, so it kind of changed my perspective. Um, and then coaching came along. Mm. Um, I've done two years of college coaching uh, while I was at Lambeth and then came back. And the past eight years, I've been in here in Clay. Um, so it's been basketball all my life, man. I, I, I don't remember a time um, where I wasn't playing basketball or working at basketball. And it's, it's afforded me so many opportunities. Uh, friends like you, um, getting to meet people like Keezy because of this platform. Um, so uh, it's been great. Why you keep mentioning Keezy, man? He's important today, man. <laughs> I'm here too. He's, he's, he's important today, man. Know. Okay, let me I'm tell about, you the I'm Q Walker story. No, nope. let, me, let me hear it. Let Come me on. So Q shows up. Well, we got to go to a quick commercial break. Now I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> so Q shows up and he says he's good. he wants to hoop. Now Q six five long jumping jack. We used to do three on three tournaments together. Oh man, I forgot. About I, yeah, see, we used to play outside three on three tournaments up right outside of Rump Arena, throwing lobs, everything. So Q says, man, I, I'm thinking about transferring to Henry Clay. Oh, I brought Q to a practice. Henry Clay. He's going to do drills, <laughs> but it's something he had never done. He was so tired running up and down that court. Exhausted. Exhausted. Unfortunately, we didn't get Q and Henry Clay for his senior year. I wish we did. Man, I would have loved to come over. But that, that was the thing about me. Like, I'll play ball for you, but you only going to get me in spurts, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you only going to get me in spurts. Yeah, I'm going to hit the boys. I'm going to bang for you. I'm going to do what I do. But you but, only got about a good five minutes out of me. Oh, and that's man, it. Hey, we too much. Hey, hey, you better get this good run in real quick. Uh, shorten that window. <laughs> you better get this run in. You got a two to three minute window to get as many points as we can. On, man. And then, oh, man, I ain't got it, bro. I yeah, ain't got nah, it. Now nah, he can play, though. So, And then now we're here at Bourbon County, man. New opportunity, new landscape. Okay. Well, speaking um, of Bourbon County, let, let's touch on that for a little bit. Um, Question I wanted to throw out to you real quick is that with it being, you know, 2017, how does it feel, uh, before, I, before I ask you this question, is it correct in saying that you're Bourbon County High School's first black head coach? It is correct. Okay, okay. Now, yes. would it be in 2017, how does that make you feel being the first black head coach of Bourbon County High School? What do you think it means for other black males who want to coach? You know, I, when I first got the job, you know, that was something um, that registered in my mind. It was funny. I, I can think my mom said, uh, boy, you Jackie Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but, and, and, it, and we laugh about that, but this is a huge moment. It is. Um, it you is. Know, I'm from Lexington. I'm from a single parent home. Um, being African-American and, and being afforded this opportunity is awesome. It's great. Bourbon County's excited. I'm excited. Um, I don't really look at it as a burden, more, as much as a door opener for mm -hmm. others like me. You know, it's I got a lot of friends in this business um, that have come up with me and some have passed me. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a few that are behind me. So them seeing this hopefully inspires them. Um, one of my good friends, Gerard Gay, just got the job at Taste Creek this year. Congratulations, Gerard. Uh, you know, so this is a door opener for many guys. And he got his job before me, so maybe I think he opened the door for me. So, hey, uh, we you got to get Gerard on here, too, one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, we got to get Gerard <laughs> on here. Yeah, we might talk about playing each other one day. <laughs> Man, um, well, another question I want to throw out there to you, since you're dealing with a lot of high school kids and mm -hmm. probably maybe some middle school kids as mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is I want to bring up the AU movement. And uh, <laughs> Do you think it's helping or hurting the kids more with AU? Because I'm pretty sure it's a lot different now than from when you was playing <laughs> AAU basketball. So do you think it's helping or hurting the kids more? You know, it's, it's a gift and a curse. And, and I've talked to a lot of college coaches. Um, I actually did the Nike EYBL circuit last year, sponsored by Nike, mm -hmm. um, with the Travelers 15 and under. Um, and then being a head high school coach and stepping away from that and taking a look at it. Um, you know, the, the gift in that is it affords college coaches. You know, when we were in school, when we were kids, you know, college coaches actually came to your high school gym in December 
in January and watch kids play. They don't have that time now. Calipari's mm-hmm. not coming to Henry Clay right. versus Brad Station <laughs> in the middle of getting ready for Louisville versus Kentucky. Yeah. They just don't have that time. Yeah. And because the game has changed so much, the only time they're afforded to watch kids is really the AAU season. Mm. Um, the, the curse of the AAU season is, I mean, it's two months. And in a matter of two months, kids play 80 freaking games. Dang, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. That's every weekend, 10 to 12 games, five weekends in a row. Like, that is tearing on a body. So when you're in your season in March and you tell a kid, hey, man, you need to work on going left and shooting the pull-up, that kid isn't going to the gym and working on yeah, that. Yeah, he ain't got he's time. Going, he, he doesn't have time. He's going to get ready for his EYBL team or his Adidas gauntlet he's team. A, he's acting like you. He's tired already. He's he tired already. already. He already you know, he did what he was going to do. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not willing to put in that, that individual time. He wants that. He wants those games. He keep wants up, the free Keezy. gear. He said, keep, <laughs> keep it up, Keezy. <laughs> but yeah, because, you know, I, the reason why I say this is because, you know, a lot of NBA players, you know, Kobe and whatnot, mm-hmm. have come out and spoken about, you know, the AU and how a lot of mm-hmm. players now that are coming up are so individual based and don't have the necessary skills and fundamentals that you would like for younger kids to have. And some are even, you know, suggesting that, you know, it's kind of trickle this way up to the NBA mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. a lot of kids coming in straight out of college don't have the fundamentals and the skills that that you would you know need to succeed straight out of uh, college and with that being said let's let's go back and let's continue talking about high school basketball and mm-hmm. what I want to touch on is Kentucky basketball as a whole mm-hmm. um, why is it that well first of all what's your take on Kentucky basketball as a whole and as far as high school Kentucky high school basketball is very unique um, it's one of the only situations in the country I think there's one other state um, and it may be up in the Northeast I'm not sure um, one other state that has no classes no divisions in basketball mm. um, having gone to college in Tennessee I've seen you know them have six divisions I've seen them have substate we don't even know what a substate is what is that I've never you even heard that to now you can win substate and celebrate and say hey we was the substate champion but what, what does that mean, though? That, that's that's the tournament before the state tournament, and you can celebrate that. Hold well, on, hold on, hold on. You got a tournament before the tournament. You like win a, that tournament, and it's, they, it's like it's like the class A tournament. Yeah, it's like a class okay, A. Okay, but it's okay, okay. At the end of the year, just like the state tournament. Mm. And so, and so, you know, Kentucky's unique in that it's one champion. There's 250, 500 schools anywhere between that, and there's one champion to represent everybody. Yeah. And so it means so much. You know, mm-hmm. each year they, if you go to the state tournament, they show you those videos of those kids crying because it means that much. Because this is truly a once in a lifetime opportunity. And it's just one, one it's school. Just one yeah. school. The smallest school in West Kentucky can meet the biggest school in Louisville in a championship, and that could be the end of it. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's very unique. Um, in saying that, college coaches kind of view high school basketball um, differently. You know, they they they're not interested in watching you know our best player in the state go play that small school in this middle of nowhere that only has forty kids. They're just not interested in that. So, again, that's a gift and a curse thing too. Um, it, it it's very unique for us as fans, as as players being from Kentucky. Um, but college coaches look at it a little diff- differently, man. They want to see the best versus the best at all times. At all times. At all times. Well, to hint on that, uh, I'm glad you just kind of like the perfect segue into my next question, which was why why isn't it that, you know, a lot of high school kids get recruited to major D1 programs out of Kentucky? That's what I want to know. That is the question <laughs> that's, that's, that's been burning because, my soul. I mean, I, 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 uh, you know, I was talking to Keezy the other day in the uh, quote-unquote production meeting that we had, and I was like, man, what questions you want to ask him? He, he lobbied this question, and it kind of makes sense because Kentucky is known as a basketball state, mm-hmm. but yet at the same time, we don't have known high 
high school players coming out of Kentucky year in and year out. Mm-hmm. And like he said, he wants to know exactly why is that. Um, again, I think it's the platform. I think it's it's how we deliver our kids. Um, and, and that's part of what's gotten me into coaching is how do we put these kids out there? Uh, you go to these major cities and they're they're pumping these kids, they're pushing these kids, they're they're developing these kids, they're spending time helping these kids get better. Whereas in Kentucky, we we shortchange ourselves. If a kid's six two, we're putting them on the block. Yep. You know, you <laughs> yep. know, we just watched the USA under nineteen team play Calipari, uh, Calipari's team play um, the Canada team, mm-hmm. and Canada's best player at thirty eight. Well, he's a yeah. sophomore. Mm-hmm. He'll be a junior. He's six seven. Oh. In Kentucky, and six was, two puts you on the block. And he yeah. was giving it to him. He's six seven on the wing, handling the ball, point guards. We're not developing those and now it's not to say that those kids aren't out here in, in the state of Kentucky. We got some big kids and yeah. you know, we got some big, big kids in mm-hmm. Kentucky. Um so a lot of it has to that that has to be the responsibility of us as coaches. We okay. have to change that dynamic and, and pushing kids and changing the platform in which we present them. Okay. All right. Keith, you wanna ask him anything? If not, I'm gonna I mean, just keep on going. I mean, you already got. All the I mean, I'm, I'm just you, gonna keep on you keeping on. Leave nothing open for me. <laughs> you got, on, you know, what you I'm got saying? one. Ahead, give me I, one. I, give I, me I, one. I'm just <laughs> keep on keeping on. Hey, let's let's roll. Okay, dude. well, I'm gonna keep on going. <laughs> well, since we're talking about that, uh, AU and everything. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the one and done rule? Do you think they should to keep it, let it go away, or if you go to college, you got to stay two years? Like, how, how, here's the thing. Let me tell you how I feel about that. Okay, first. tell me how you, you feel. Tell me about the gun line, boss. You go first. You go first. On this one and done thing. Okay. I feel like if a kid comes out, they should be able to come out in high school. If they get drafted in the first round, then they should be able to stay. If you come out and you don't get drafted, you get drafted in the second round, something like that, you got to go back to school. That's how I feel about it. Because okay. there's. If you're good enough to go, like if LeBron wasn't coming out of high school right now, there's he shouldn't have to go to you know to mm-hmm. high school for a year. Yeah, he shouldn't have. Yeah, he should be able to go to the NBA if he wants to. Yeah, he shouldn't have to go but to North Carolina for one if year. If you do go, you know, go all these workouts and you know you borderline first round or whatever, they need to ship you back to school and you need to stay for a, a couple years, I think. So a couple years? Do you mean two or three? What would you think? Do you want them to have think, the baseball rule? I mean, the football that, rule? The, the, yeah, the baseball, think, football, think, three I years. I think two years. I think two years is good. Two years. Okay. Yeah. So why do you think two years is good enough time versus three years? I think two years you've had enough time to develop, you know, you're not going to get a whole lot better in college from year two to year three, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. All right. What, what about you, coach? Uh, the one and done rule is kind of iffy to me, man. You know, you can turn 18 years old and drop out of high school and join the army and yeah. go fight in a war. Yeah. But you can't go make a million dollars in the NBA. Which is poses a, a problem because <laughs> that is that 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 blows my mind. You can risk your life overseas and join the army, but you can't go join the NBA as an 18 year old. And I get the NBA saving face saying, "Hey, we don't want to set kids up to fail." But if a kid's talented enough, a kid should go. Now, if they do go to college, I do believe you should stick it out. And I I, I think you should stick it out for the experience. You know, Willie Cauley Stein is a great example of that. Mm. Um, he stayed in college because he loved the college mm. experience, mm. the atmosphere. How I much better you? He said, I love it too. <laughs> How much better Willie Cauley Stein got from year one to year three? I don't know. Maybe he finally figured out how to run and catch. I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, did his get did he did his jump? Did he start shooting threes? I mean, I don't know if he really developed, but it helped him grow as an individual. It helped him grow as a young man in preparation of what he was coming up to next. So if you go to college, I do I think you stick it out two years. I think you should. Um but okay. the, yeah, that, that one and done thing, man, I I don't know if it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. I, I don't think it's going nowhere, but they have, you know, their talks of opening back up, you yes, know, yeah. and, and I think, you know, they're going to go more in line of what Keezy said, you know, make you go to school for two years because, mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest, you know, if you got a kid, you know, say Anthony Davis, for instance, or whatever, uh-huh. 
he's obviously going to be a one and done player. So is, is he really going to school for the full year? Right. Or is he just going for that first, you know, semester or first quarter and then the next one he's just like, whatever, I'm going pro anyways. <laughs> so in, in a sense, man, you know, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, hopefully they'll figure that out, man. We got, you know, Lee G peeking through the window in here, man. <laughs> but we're going to come back. We're going to take a break, man. Pay some of these bills with a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have, you know, Coach's Corner with Lamont Campbell. We're going to open up the phone lines. You know, if you want to call in, ask him a question, it's 859-721-5690. Again, that's 859-721-5690. When we come back from commercial break. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about NBA, you know, um, who Lamont Campbell maybe, you know, molded his game after when he was playing. I, I know who I say he would play like, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to see who he thinks he played like after this commercial break. Lexington Community Radio's programming is loved by Sunrise Bakery, serving magic beans and Lavasa coffee, fresh baked breads, bagels, cinnamon rolls, croissants, danishes, cookies, sandwiches, and much, much more for breakfast and lunch. Sunrise Bakery's breads are served in many local restaurants. We are located at 111 West Main Street, downtown Lexington. Retail hours are Thursday and Friday, 8 to 2.30, Saturday, 8 to 12. We can be reached by phone at 859-255-0304 or at velada.com for more information. Lexington Community Radio thanks Sunrise Bakery for proudly supporting true local radio. I'm Big Mini, recording artist for Riverdale Records, bringing forth more awareness about diabetes. Millions of Americans deal and suffer with this disease every day. I'm one of them. So I ask you, let us come together and let's kick diabetes to the curb. Don't care. I said throw your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. Now keep them there. All right, we're back here with more with Coach Campbell. Now, with that being said, we're back. So, we're going to talk about the NBA a little bit. Now, when you was playing back in the day doing your thing, who who today reminds you of, anybody reminds you of your game? Today? Today. Nobody. Nobody? No, I'm just playing. You used a monster like I, that? I, I just, Nobody? I'm just saying. Dang. I know who you're going to say. I know who <laughs> anybody that calls in is going to say. Um, so I'll give you all that answer, Chris Paul. Okay, yep. <laughs> exactly I, who I, I was going with was Chris Paul. I was like, man. The look. The, the look. The, the, the bounce, how we control the game. Um, literally, you know, I, he's a point guard that literally controls the game with the bounce the, the entire game. Mm-hmm. I literally play the same way. I may give you the ball and I may run back to you and say, give it back. <laughs> I, literally. 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 Yeah. literally. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I get that. Um, in the back in the day, man. Yeah, Gary Payton. Golly, boy, took uh, both of them right after me. <laughs> Gary Payton. And, and, you know, I used to I used to rock the number one fade with you know, and I got the long hook head in the back, and I got low, and I would talk my stuff and get up in you. Gary Payton was everything to me, man. He he was he was the glove. Man. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just just the word of caution, Keezy. Lamont Campbell is the type of dude who you want on your team, but you hate playing against him. <laughs> Cause that mouth just wouldn't stop. Hey, <laughs> the Listen. mouth, the mouth would just not stop. It's non-stop all game long. <laughs> like you gotta have like some really thick skin to either play against him <laughs> or play against his team. Because even if he's not checking you, the dude that is checking you, he gonna talk to you I'm, for him. I'm talking, yeah, I got you. you. Know what I'm saying? I he, got he, he's I like that guy. That, yeah. I, I like that. That's the fun part. Yeah. He, he's that guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Gary Payton, though, yes, sir. Uh, yes, we sir. had a conversation about three weeks ago, and we were talking about defenders guarding Michael Jordan, and he brought up Gary Payton. <laughs> 
And I was like, Gary Payton is one of the best defenders to ever come through the NBA. And he was talking about it like he was just... You know, like I was out there guarding him. That's like not what I had told you. That's not what That's I had what said. You told what me. I had said was, I said he was 6'3", but he was nursing a calf injury uh, when he guarded Jordan right, in the finals. Man, never mind. Let, let, here, CP3, how do you feel about him being on the Rockets now? How do you think um, him and James Harden go mesh? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm an objective basketball watcher. I don't have a favorite team in no level, college, NBA. So, uh, to look at that trade, I've tried to be the coach. I've tried uh -huh. to put my coaching hat back on and say, how do I make that work when I've got James Harden, who's just came usage, the best season of his career. And uh -huh. his usage is 70% of the possession. Um, Chris Paul, his usage is 65% of the possession. Um, so my basketball brain has tried to wrap around, you know, D'Antoni is a three seconds or less offense guy. Mm -hmm. He likes to push the pace. Well, how do you do that with two ball dominant guys? Oh, and by the way, we're thinking about getting mellow. Yeah. So how do you do that? But I get, I get what they're doing. Um, this day and age, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this, the NBA is about putting the best players on one team. That's right. So. They'll figure it out. Um, they're smart enough players. I don't know if one or the other stands in a corner and waits. They don't have that old Dwayne Wade, I'll play second fiddle option. Neither one of them. They're two alpha males that are going to stay alpha males. Super alpha males. Super it's, it's, alpha especially males. with James Harden being the younger of the two. He's so not he, stopping. Nah, he's nah. not trying to take a backseat at this nah. at this point in his career. Nah. Um, with that being said, how do you feel about the super teams in the NBA? Everybody joining up. I mean, people say like it's something new. Right? Go back to when you were a kid and you played. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it you and five of your best friends that were really good on one team? That's what I'm trying to it, told you. You know what I mean? Like you think when you were 12 years old training league. Think about when you played training league. Hold you on, know? hold on. Before you do this, look look that way while you're having this conversation. <laughs> you want me to look at yeah, look, look at Keezy while no, he, because is, because this, that's my point is that when you go to not to cut you off when you go no. to Johnson Center, the infamous Blue Courts, who do you get? The five best people. You, you and you the four best. You with your friends, but I'm not gonna walk out there and be like, look, I got next, but I'm trying to wait on these. Keezy, you definitely will do that. I this, hope we this, have somebody that calls in that truly but I knows. was always like look if they winning I'm gonna get my team and we're gonna try to beat them I don't care look, who on their team we're gonna try to beat them right down the road there's a Jim Dunbar Center right you go in there and you play on a, on a Thursday night right and there's the little winners list right uh -huh. and you look on that list you see four names you know can't play worth a nothing <laughs> you're not gonna guarantee pick them. you don't you're sign not up gonna on that. pick them. I'm not gonna get on their team <laughs> right, but you're not gonna sign that fifth slot I bet you go down to the next game and take that one slot that's after take them this one so this, this this thing of super teams is been going on. I get it that in the landscape of the NBA where it's money involved, where it's competition, you want to see it all spread. I get it. We want it all differently, but if I'm the other teams, if I'm the Warriors, I, I'm sitting around them off and I'm saying, y'all catch up. Yeah, that's not on our job. Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. It's, it's not my responsibility to make it even. It's my responsibility to kick your tail. Pretty much. Y'all got to figure it out. Y'all got to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't like some of the panic moves that some of the teams made. Cleveland, for instance. Like, I mean, you were one play away and you're, whiskey, you're, you're talking about trading Kevin Love, a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Whoever you get, you're not better without Kevin Love. Exactly. Whoever you get. I don't, exactly. If you add to it, <laughs> great. But if you subtract another player for one you're, you're back still, in the you're same still mode. In the same situation yeah, you're back you. in the same mode so 
And you know, and, and that's just them for an example. The, a lot of teams hit panic. Atlanta hit panic and shipped everything off. Man, they got nobody <laughs> down there, man. You know, I wouldn't go play for Atlanta right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you brought that up because you know, Keys, I'll be trying to tell you, man, when you go to hoop, man, you want you and the four best people because you want to stay on the court the longest. Unless you play with me, then I'm like, bro, after this third game, I'm at the I'm at the go, bro. I want Bourbon County to have a super team. But look, I might I might <laughs> Why show up and you? Take, I might show up and take two dudes and be like, well, we got these other two Mm-mm. over here. Nope. You ain't and doing we that. Try making one. You you Mm-mm. ain't doing that. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, you. You ask Q. Hey Q, can them two dudes over at hoop? And he tell you no. Uh, Q gonna tell you pick them other two over there. I bet you take the but other two. My thing is when you I've done that before, I didn't have no fun. When the last time you picked a role player at open gym? <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> it's happened because I'm like, look, we gonna get this big dude right here. He ain't gonna score no buckets, but he ain't gonna let nobody get a rebound. We need to see the we tape of that. Him. I need, we need I to see the tape. If you out there, tape of this game, Ashraf Green. If you listening, uh, you I, mean, need, I, I need some tape of this nah, game. Right here. I've been, <laughs> a little, I've been in a lot of open gyms as a player, as a coach. I don't remember nobody picking a kid saying, "Coach, I want that kid because he sets good screens." No. Open gym, man. If he gonna let me, if he gonna let me keep shooting. <laughs> super, <laughs> super teams have been around and they will be around. I mean, yeah, they're since, there, since, man. Since our, forever, our, man. Our USA team is a super team every year. You don't yeah, hear China, you don't hear China complaining. Yeah, ain't nothing <laughs> they can do. Yeah, yeah. You hear Serbia or Spain complaining. The USA team is a super team every four years. <laughs> ain't nothing they can do about. It. So, um. What teams are you interested in seeing this year, man? With the super teams? Um, you know, the NBA is super unique. Um, I'm a student of the NBA. Um, I steal a lot of plays. If you come to Bourbon County, you'll watch us run a lot of NBA sets. Um, if you ever watch me coaching here in Clay, I, uh, I steal those sets. Um, I have a lot of favorite coaches. I love watching Popovich. Um, I like what DeAntoni does in, in, in the Rockets and in, in, in their offense. Um, you know, a very unique coach whose program isn't winning yet. I like the Lakers. I like Luke Walton. Mm-hmm. I like their young pieces. I think they'll be fine. I think Luke Walton is a great character coach. He he really resonates with the players, um, and that that goes a long way uh, in my field. So there's some some really talented teams. I'm anxious to see the Thunder. You know, everybody's with good. You know, everybody's great about the Paul George thing, but the one thing the Thunder have lacked in many many moons and years is a backup point guard. They signed mm-hmm. oh Ram, Raymond Felton. Mm. They got a solid. What school did he go to? Oh man, here we, oh, here we hey, go. Shout out to Q and UNC, <laughs> man. I, you know he's been a UNC diehard since he was ten years old. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what school he go to. The Everybody? one team I want to know about the Minnesota Timberwolves, the greatest 2K team ever right now. Yo, <laughs> they got everybody. They got Crawford. I don't they think, got I don't Kat. think they finished less than fourth in the, in West? the West. I wouldn't. Even, I say fourth is, is lowballing them, man. Yeah. They, they can, they we can say be that, but they don't have. Where's the winning atmosphere? I mean, even Jimmy Butler's never finished above six. That's what they're gonna have to get. That's what they're gonna yeah. have to figure out. But they have enough. The West pieces. ain't waiting on your learning curve. They got enough it's, pieces to. They have every piece you want. I agree. I agree. But the, and, and looking at the standings, I give them fifth, six, maybe Clippers drop a little bit because now they're just all bigs and no. Clippers guards. might not make the playoffs. You no, they'll still make it. You don't think so? Yes, they, they might. They, they, might, they might finish eighth at best. Gallinari. Gallinari. Blake. Uh, Blake. Lou uh, Will? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think they make the playoffs here. Uh, Lou Will? Uh, no. they lot, I hear a lot of us. That sounds like a pickup. Sounds like a pickup. <laughs> you got three, and then pick, you got to get you some role players. <laughs> pick your seven and AC then. Grizzlies are out. They just got rid of Zebo. Okay. Um, Tony wow. Allen's a free agent. That, that's a good question. Who is seven Who and eight? Who's your seven and eight then? I mean, that's. Minnesota would have been your seven or eight. Maybe. They, they were nine they last they year. 30, 36 go, games last you year. You telling me you're gonna oh. add Sacramento now? Hold on, we gotta call it real quick before we get up out of here. Hold on, we're gonna see who this is real quick. Oh man. <laughs> oh caller, you there? Yes, sir. I'm here, man. This is Jerome coming live from Lawrence Burke, Kentucky at work. The Got Bird. 
Lamont Campbell with Q. How y'all doing? All right, all right. What's your uh, what's your question for Coach Campbell real quick? I just want to ask Coach Campbell, man, uh, can I get two floor seats to the first basketball game? <laughs> two floor seats. <laughs> hey, man, you come on down to Bourbon Kid. I get you two floor seats and a hot dog, man. I got you, man. You come on down. Um, I would oh, definitely like to have you in there and take it, you know, and 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 take a look at our program. As I said, we're trying to change the culture down there, and so the more the merrier we can get in there. Um, whether they're from Lawrenceburg, whether they're from Versailles, Lexington, Richmond, and Louisville in between, we want everybody out to to support Bourbon. For sure, I'm, I'm definitely come to a couple games when I can. But on the real note, yeah, I think the super team is is what you gotta do nowadays. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Either the old movie. Uh, you get down to lay down. It's either that you 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 either gonna get down with the program or you gonna have to lay down crying about trying to win a game. Cause right now in the NBA they doing it in college they doing it too. It's gonna start wiggling its way down to high school when they start letting people recruit. Too, so. <laughs> don't say that right. No, don't, don't don't say, say that, that man. <laughs> There's already some teams that quote unquote do that. But Rome, man, we appreciate you calling in, man, and uh, hope to hear from you again soon, man. All right, man, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Hey, y'all have a blessed day over there. Man. All right, you All right, too, man. man. Thanks. All right, uh, Mr. Coach Campbell, before we get out of here, man, what's your expectations of Bourbon County, man? Bourbon County, man, you know, we're changing the culture there. We're going to play a fast pace. We're going to really get after it. Um, we got one more call. Shoot it. Yeah, man. we got to go. Let's call it real quick. I'll get to Bourbon County next. Carla, who is this? What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Danielle. I'm from Louisville, and I'm calling in for the Lamont segment. Okay, what's your question for Coach Campbell? I want to ask, does he think Bourbon County is ready for a coach that's going to have as much family come support as the players? I, well, I hope they are. Uh, <laughs> Danielle, I appreciate you calling in. You know, my mom's one of 15, my dad's one of nine, so uh, I, I, I've got to create a section in, the, in Bourbon County's gym. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I need a whole corner for just coaches' family, preferably at the exactly. top because they're pretty loud, so I'm probably going to put them at the top up about them banners, man. They'll be heard from up there anyway, so. Um, but definitely we, know it. we definitely got a section for you, though. Come on out. Man, Ms. Uh, Coach Campbell, man, he got a whole state section ready for him to come to share for him. <laughs> Bourbon County's excited, man. As I was telling him, you know, we're, we're going to do some things different and change the culture and, and win a lot of games on the way, man. All right, Miss Danielle, thank you for calling in. Thank you. All right. All right, well, uh, we're going to try this one more again uh, before we get out of here, man. What's your expectations, man? Expectations, for? man. You know, Bourbon County did a good job of building on past success. Um, they won 12 wins last year. Uh, I'm not a 12-win guy, so uh, I have high expectations. Uh, we want to go undefeated at home. We want to win the district. We want to win the region. Um, and we want to get kids successful, man. We want to we shape these young men's lives. We wanna, and I told you that before we, we got on the air. Um, really want to push these kids into college, whether it be as an athlete, whether it be as a student, um, but showing them the right way. A as a coach, I've taken uh, a lot of pride in actually being involved in the young men's lives that I coach. Um, I'm always there for them on the callback, and that's a culture we want to create at Bourbon County. So that that's the goal, man. We'll open door, uh, former players, former Henry Clay players, some pro guys have come in and, and talked to the kids, uh, and that's what we're building, man. And then I'll uh, Beat everybody's butt on the way, man. Sounds, <laughs> sounds, sounds like we're building something special. So for everybody out there listening, man, please, please take it from me. Go support Bergman County High School. Watch the beginning stages of something very special going on down there. Please, and Keezy, please. man, you want to say something to people before we out here? Here we go. Like I tell y'all every week, I may not be right. <laughs>
but I'm never wrong. Oh, I like gosh. it. No, you don't. No. I don't. Nobody likes that. I got one better. <laughs> what? I'm always right sometimes. <laughs> what is wrong? Man, treat That's somebody. Works, treat man. somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama, man. Tune in next Tuesday, yeah. man. I love you, mama. All right, talk to you later on. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.